Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 24 winner of the Hurt Trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with a Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Darn on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Pass Archibald Richards. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. for the wicked right back and out at the Edmonton Oilers back to back <laughs> tonight against the Vancouver Canucks and uh, man uh, we're one game into the season one thing can uh, unequivocally be said right now here on Oilers now Bob Stauffer with you and that is this the fans and you all still have your passion then that's an awesome thing after an underwhelming performance last night from the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club this is Oilers Now it is brought to you by our title sponsor Digitex by at least your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies Bob Stoffer in uh, today 
Brendan Escott is uh, doing a little bit of uh, homework at home today. Cody Jansen pinch hitting. Um, this is Oilers now. we got a lot to get to, including a complete recap of last night's hockey game. The Oilers have just uh, they had a very lightly attended optional skate, second of a back-to-back. we got a game tonight, 6.30, Chad Cam Moon uh, with his play-by-play debut. Along uh, with myself, uh, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels will have his first regional television broadcast tonight with Louis DeBrusque and uh, the Oilers Vancouver. The Oilers coming off a 5-3 loss last night. Lots of great guests. It is a Thursday. So Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers at 1235. 105 today for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Brian Burke. And we mentioned uh, Canadian Power Pack. Yes, indeed. Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. 135, Edmonton Sporting Icon, Montreal-based media personality, George LaRock. Again, Oilers Now is brought to you daily on 630 Chad by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. In a word. As we look at our top story for legacy heating and cooling, home and no payments and no interest for one year, that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. The Oilers need some established veterans to have a little bit better performances last night. Uh, Connor McDavid uh, on a line with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Cassian last night. Let's not forget, last year Nugent had a quiet start to the year, only had 20 points in the first 35 games, but he was playing center for most of that. Came at home like a house on fire, 15 goals, 41 points his final 30 games. The twitch was a little bit off last night for him. He's usually got real good uh, puck skills and kind of was not there. Zach Cassian involved in a couple goals. The the first goal against a misread by Adam Larson as Cassian was backtracking on Tanner Pearson, who, by the way, I'm going to mention this. Tanner Pearson's going to be an interesting guy to watch. Not sure the Canucks are going to be able to sign him in free agency in the offseason coming up, uh, but he's a, a pretty serviceable top six forward. Anyhow, Cassian was there in the backtrack uh, and in support, and Adam Larson shifted out of position and gave Bo Horvat a breakaway on the order sent minor Miko Koskinen. Uh, so Nugent Hopkins and Cassie and a couple guys looking to have a better performance. So, too, is the aforementioned Adam Larson, who was directly involved in uh, two of the five goals against the last night's hockey game. He did score a goal as well. I uh, thought Cahoon and Drysaddle and Yamamoto had some good moments. We'll have some more thoughts coming up in a second. But, again, the top story for legacy heating and cooling, home and no payments and no interest for one year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Oilers lose 5-3. Uh, they did not play well. They need some veteran players primarily to be better. We'll talk about some of the uh, newcomers to the team and their performances as well. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063, and text us, and please do, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Uh, come see what's on sale at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or at ashleyfinefloors.com. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet us at uh, Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan at two E's, Escott at two T's. We'll bring Cody in a little bit later on, but we're going to get right to an audio recap of last night's game. Into the Oilers now, audio vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call. Pearson will gain the line, wide open, Horvat, wrist shot, score! Oh, Yamamoto got right back into it, stole it, gave it to Drysaddle, gets it back, one-timer, score! And this game is tied! Horvat took it away, then centered, open man, Poskin, one save, the rebound, score! Niels Hoaglander, the first
first goal of his National Hockey League career. Quickly nursed the Bear, and now Cassian back to Ordner, shoots and scores! And this game is tied, 10 seconds in. Kept alive, Gaudette, one-timer score, top left corner. Dry subtle drive by turnover, Besser shoots and scores. Jones, pounded, score! Adam Larson, top right corner. All right, there you have it. Uh, lots of mistakes. We already kind of talked about it a bit. Uh, Adam Larson, not quite sure what he was doing on the first goal. The owners need veteran players. Like, it's one thing to sit here, and I saw some commentary last night on Pulley-Arvey. Pulley-Arvey was fine. He was competitive in the game. He took a penalty late in the game. The owners got to work with this guy over the course of the next two years. He's a 22-year-old player. Uh, Edmonton needs more out of Nugent Hopkins and Cassian if they're going to play with McDavid. That's all there is to it. Uh, Zach Cassian's now got two goals in his last 29 games dating back to last season. Did make a good play on the Darnell Nurse goal, but it was, you know, I'm not going to point the finger to him on the uh, on the first goal against, but the fifth goal against, he's got to find a way to either get in front of the puck or get in front of the player that led to the second goal from Brock Besser, who can flat out shoot the pill. The uh, Canucks got better goaltending last night. I don't think there's any question about that. Kostin was pretty good early. Uh, but Vancouver's better players got the opportunities, and Besser can really shoot the pelt, and he made the most count. So I, I some big saves from Holtby at critical times, but the Oilers were in chase mode all game long. Uh, R&H and Cassian would be the first guys to tell you they need to be better. Cahoon, Dreisaitl, and Yamamoto had chemistry. I thought Yamamoto was the best Oilers player. Turris, who was out today for the optional briefly, uh, he, you know, that's one game. Uh, Paul Yarby, again, I, I thought he was fine. Uh, Jujar Kerr has got to make himself more involved in the game. And um, some of the players were dying with him. Uh, Tyler Innes and Jujar Kerr in the second goal against those guys know they got to get the puck. When you're in the fourth line, you got to get pucks out of the zone. you got to vacate it. Forget about making pretty plays in the neutralized area and attacking off the rush. Just make sure you don't get scored against. I thought Nurse and Bear were fine. Uh, Jones and Larson had a tough night after having a terrific training camp. Cuckoo and Barry were fine, 5v5. And again, Koskinen got outplayed uh, last night by Braden Holtby. Now, for Vancouver, the line of Hoaglander, Horvat, and Pearson killed the Oilers. Horvat's had some strong historical numbers against Edmonton. Hoaglander looked like a pretty good rookie last night. The line that might have won Vancouver the game because they tilted the ice every time they were out there was Beagle with Mott and Sutter. Those guys were good for Vancouver last night. Edler had a strong performance on the back end. Edmonton has to be better tonight in game number two of this quick back-to-back. Dave Tippett says the Edmonton Oilers, as we go back in the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Work, where says the Oilers forced themselves to chase the game. Uh, probably a little bit of everything. It's execution, determination. It's uh, decision-making, making the right play. Uh, there's a lot of factors that come into it, but you could probably you could find enough uh, enough in the game where what it does it just it doesn't allow you to get any kind of rhythm in your game, and you end up chasing the game, and you give up goals and chase the game. That's uh, that's not an ideal situation. Edmonton obviously didn't have it locked down defensively. It's the first game of the year. The team's only played four games in 300 days. Yada yada yada. They got to be way better. They got to eliminate the bad bad mistakes, according to Dave Tippett. The quality of the ones that they scored on were, uh, those are ones you'd certainly, you got to find ways to defend better on those. Larson made a poor uh, read on the first one. Cass made a poor read on the on the fifth one. 
Uh, Caleb Jones made a poor read on the one where uh, Yamamoto and, and Drysaddle overskated the blue line. Those are just those are puck play puck play errors compounded by poor reads for players, poor mistakes by players to lead in grade A chances against. And those are the ones. If we want to be a better team, a harder team to play against, those are the ones that have to come out of our game. Uh, one of the things that let the Oilers down last night, though, they did have some opportunities. They didn't have any puck luck. Uh, the power play, and saying that, they did not create the same sort of opportunities per power play as they did last season when they had the best power play in like the last, I don't know what it was, 40 years or whatever. Uh, power play went 0-4. And there were multiple times where the game was in the balance, either an even score or the Canucks were up by one, where the power a power play goal would have made a huge difference. I do realize, technically, right after the conclusion of the second power play, uh, Edmonton scored to start the third period, but that was off a face-off win in the neutralized area. Didn't really have much to do with the power play. Power play had an off night. Here's Dave Tippett. I think we had a receptive team at the uh, at the start of camp, and I still think we have a very receptive team. It's a matter of doing it. It's a matter of getting the job done. And we'll go to Dave Tippett now on the Oilers' power play. Probably not as dangerous as you'd like to see it, but first uh, first look with Barry on the point there, so we'll have a look at it, see if adjustments need to be made. But you have a few looks, but uh, you'd like to have a little more. And again, some of the Oilers' veterans are going to need to be better. Uh, and they, they know that. Nugent Hopkins, Cassian, Larson, um, T.J. is a veteran at this stage. Edmonton doesn't have a lot of wiggle room right now uh, in terms of the taxi squad. Now, you may see some maneuvering during the course of the day as well. Thatcher Demko is going to start for Vancouver. We were expecting Mike Smith to start. Uh, so we'll uh, see on that front and uh, just waiting. They're just getting, I think now, closing in on Dave Tippett's availability on uh, the Zoom call. Adam Larson says it was a far from perfect night last night. We haven't played in a while. Um, I don't think we expected the perfect game, but this was kind of kind of far from it. I mean, there are certain areas where, where we have to get a lot better. Uh, and, yeah, I think... Uh, in those areas today, it kind of cost us. Uh, yeah, that was story today. Yeah, and uh, he looked in the mirror on the first one. The fourth one, you know, usually multiple errors uh, occur in a goal. Yamamoto uh, tied up with Quinn Hughes at the blue line. Hughes was terrific last night for Vancouver. And Yamamoto was very good for the Oilers. Again, I thought he was the best forward of the game. Uh, they battled on the wall. Drysaddle made the right play in an attempt to get it out and would have had a chance for a two-on-one with Cahoon, who was very good for Edmonton last night in his debut. Uh, but uh, the puck kind of he healed it or whatever, didn't pick it up cleanly, and Hughes made a great play and slung it down low, and both Jones and Larson vacated the play. And suddenly, Besser's in all alone. Like, think of the point-blank looks that the Canucks had. Koskinen stopped one ten minutes into the first period, and, and conversely, in terms of point-blank, uh, when the game was 4-3, a point-blank stop by Holtby off of Yamamoto. He only had one of those to make, and there were multiple point-blank looks last night uh, for the Vancouver Canucks. It's all got to be cleaned up here for the Edmonton Oilers. Again, Edmonton-Vancouver uh, coming up tonight. Uh, puck drop at 7 o'clock. The face-off show at 5.30 with Reed, Rob, uh, Cam Moon, and myself. We will take a timeout. It's 12.20 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. 12.22 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Cody Jansen in for Brendan Escott today. 
And uh, hope you're all doing well. Special thanks uh, to the Oilers Entertainment Group who took the time to get everybody tested to get cleared. And uh, we got clearance, Clarence, so that's outstanding. And I appreciate all the work from uh, the people out there that deal with this on a day-to-day basis and test people. That's awesome stuff. Uh, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Reed Wilkins just tweeting out right now that uh, a couple bumps and uh, bruises that are being monitored said uh, did the Oilers head coach Dave Tippett there could be possibly one lineup change. We'll wait and see. Here's what Edmonton rolled with last night. McDavid with RNH and Cassian. Connor McDavid, 27 points, 22 career games now against Vancouver. Held off the scoreboard last night. By the way, should have been a penalty shot on the second Travis Hamannick uh, call. Hamannick twice got uh, penalties against McDavid as McDavid attacked the net. Leon Dreisaitl with Cahoon and Yamamoto. Again, those guys, I thought they were really good. Cahoon's got, uh, he had a couple opportunities in tight uh, that were created off of uh, plays by Dreisaitl and Yamamoto who excel in those short cycles. Uh, Turris was with Archibald and Pugliarvi. I thought, again, Pugliarvi was fine. It's first game back. Give him some time. He's 22. You know the theory. As guys get more established and, frankly, make more money, with that comes greater responsibility. You know, when Zach Cassian's on the fourth line and making $1.5 million, it's different than when he's in the top six making 3.2. It's just the reality of the situation. Zach's worked his way up to back-to-back 15 goal seasons, 15 even-strength goals last year, and he knows he's got to be one of the guys counted on. Uh, Turris with Archibald and Paul Yarvey. Uh, last night it was Cairo with Ennis and Chason. Nurse with Bear. Jones with Larson. Cuckoo, who I thought was solid with Tyson Berry. We... Uh, we're under the belief that uh, Koskinen and Smith would split, uh, and we'll wait uh, for further. Uh, I don't know if I've yet to see a confirmation on who's going to start, so uh, we'll wait and see. But that w- uh, was the plan uh, going into uh, uh, the wait. The orders, by the way, were 7-1 and one in back-to-backs last season. Now, of note regarding goaltending, we discussed this on last night's pregame show. The Carolina Hurricanes claimed Anton Forsberg and it was done uh, to uh, ensure that they could get Alex Nijelkovic to the minors um, and so they'd be covered and at least have a veteran number three goaltender. Uh, they have subsequently put Forsberg back on waivers to the surprise of nobody because both goalies were making 700000 Vancouver, by the way, last night went with Pedersen with Besser and Vertanen. Again, uh, Besser with a couple goals. Pedersen, a quiet night. Uh, Horvat, who's been very good against the Oilers over the years with Pearson and Hoaglander. Gaudet, Roussel, and McEwen. They didn't play much. 8-16 for Gaudet, 7-11 for McEwen. And then Beagle with Mott and Sutter. Those guys all played uh, over 15 minutes. Uh, Besser, Pedersen, both were around 17 minutes. 15-57 for Horvat, 16 minutes for Pearson. I bring that up because McDavid was at 26 minutes last night. RNH was at 23. Drysettle at 21. Nurse at 25. And Bear at 23. Uh, the Canucks... Had a couple defensemen up around uh, 24 minutes as well, Nate Schmidt and Alex Edler. All right, let's get to it. NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Wishing you and yours all the best in 2021. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And with a look at the rest of the NHL schedule, here is Cody Jansen. Well, it's a busy night in the NHL. Let's start. There's 10 games to get at. Boston and New Jersey. You got the Isles, the Rangers. Then it's Capitals. I mean, Char gets to make his debut there against the Sabres. Hurricanes, Red Wings. You got Calgary taking on Winnipeg. Columbus has got Nashville. San Jose and Arizona. They're sharing a rink, so they might as well play each other while they're down there. Uh, Canucks, Oilers again. That gets underway at seven. Ducks, Golden Knights, Wild, and Kings. And along with the Anton Forsberg move, there's a couple other uh, transactions made. And 
Anaheim releases defenseman Ben Hutton, and Nashville let go of Yannick Weber. Okay, there you have it. 12.26 in Edmonton. Louis DeBrus coming up uh, 12.35 today. He'll be our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, that's W-I-L-H-E. A-U-K. Uh, today, Eileen Bell's coming up in about four minutes' time with a global news weather traffic update. Again, Dave Tippett's saying there might be one change to the Oilers lineup today. I know a lot of you have jumped in, and you can text us, and we will get to some texts at about 150, sorry, 1254, uh, uh, 1255, in around that time. Get your thoughts on last night's performance on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Again, it's one game. It's frustrating. It's not what we were hoping to see. Uh, I think everybody knew there were going to be some uh, kinks and challenges in terms of, uh, you know, maybe not some synchronicity. Frankly, I was surprised how good Cahoon looked with Dreisaitl and uh, Yamamoto and a little bit disappointed that Nugent Hopkins in particular didn't combine a little bit better for McDavid on a couple plays. There's a couple times Ryan deferred a bit when there was an opportunity to put pucks still in it as well. Barry's got a different look on the power play. Uh, he was reluctant to shoot the puck. The first two power plays started to pound it on the third one. Uh, you know, let's uh, see how the team responds tonight. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with Louis DeBrusque. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.